This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1997, How Songkran Inspires Water Fights and Connection in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. What is the biggest water fight you have ever been to? Today, Lindsay shares her experience at Songkran in Chiang Mai, and you learn how to start a conversation with topics like childhood memories about water fights in English. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time-consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great. How are you, Lindsay? I'm glad to be here. And I'm excited to talk about water fights today. I know. This is going to be so fun. What is the biggest water fight you've ever been in? Hands down, it's the Songkran Festival. And I think it was in Chiang Mai. I did. I attended it in Chiang Mai, Thailand in 2006. 2006. <laughs> seven. Oh my gosh. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for this. We were talking about Songkran today. I've never been, but it looks so fun. It's it cool. looks amazing. And <laughs> this was fantastic that for three years, they weren't able to have that festival due to the pandemic. But just this year, as of April 13th, they were able to celebrate it again. Uh, crowds in the street. It, I saw pictures and video. It looked so fun. So I'm excited for you to tell us all about this festival <laughs> and to talk about yeah. water fights because uh, in American culture, this is big. We have a lot of water big. fights as kids and even yes. as adults. And this is such a great thing to chat with people about. Oh my gosh, people love it. Summertime, it makes me think of slip and slides, right? Uh -huh. Water fights, water guns, and just fun stuff, you know, being a kid or being an adult and feeling like a child again. 
Exactly. Right. right? (laughs) Because it is more popular among adults. My kids have water fights with just like super soaker water guns out by the pool all the time. But adults get involved too sometimes because it's just so fun. Oh, yeah. No question. No question. All right. So where are we going today with this? Yeah. So start. We'd love to hear. I would love it. I know our listeners (laughs) would too. Give us some details about Songkran. What's it like? Some listeners might not have heard of this before. This might be new that there's this giant water festival. So let (laughs) us know some details about it. Yeah. So this was so long ago. Like I said, I think it was 2007. I had been living in Japan for a year and a half and it was the end of my contract. And so I, before I went home, I was going to travel Southeast Asia, of course. So I took three months to travel Thailand, Vietnam, and Laos. That's what it was. Thailand, Vietnam, and Laos. And I think I might have been smarter in my 20s. I planned things a little better because so, I knew about Songkran. I thought, oh, I should go. Nice. And I, I hit it so that I arrived right in the middle of it. And I chose Chiang Mai just because I, I had heard it would be better than Bangkok. It would be the best place to celebrate uh, Songkran. And it was just a giant water fight in the streets everywhere. I remember the hostel where I was saying, said, do not leave the hostel without wrapping your camera in a plastic bag. That was when we had actual cameras, you know, point and shoot Mm -hmm. cameras. Um, You're going to get wet. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to, every day I went out, wrap my money in a plastic bag, my camera. And I remember it just being lovely. And, you know, you think of a water fight, you imagine people just with these intense guns, just shooting each other. But a lot of times it was just, very happy people dancing in the street and people coming up and just smiling at me and just dropping water on my on, on me on oh. my head or wherever <laughs> just like saying so, like some kind of a blessing I can't remember exactly what they said oh, not they super were, aggressive not more aggressive like lighthearted and fun yes <laughs> yes so it was a really cool cultural experience I'll never forget it yeah oh and it lasted multiple days then right you said every day you had to leave with your phone wrapped <laughs> Yeah, two or three days uh, okay. when I was there. I, I I don't remember. Maybe it's a week or something that it lasts. But yeah, yeah, it was That's a while. Awesome. And it sounds like it's it's celebrated in multiple countries because I know Jessica was sh- saying that she celebrated Songkran in Cambodia when she was there, but they called yeah. it Khmer New Year. Okay. And it was sounded like it was a little different. She said they exchanged water balloons with oh, some cool. monks in a boat. So uh, cool. it's so interesting how a lot of cultural celebrations are celebrated in many different areas, but with some variation, right? So yes. I love that you were able to celebrate it there. A lot of our listeners, I'm sure, have celebrated it somewhere either in Thailand or in another country. So this is amazing. This is something that connects a lot of us. And yeah. even if you haven't actually celebrated Songkran, you have likely participated in a water fight. So this <laughs> is something we have in common that's a fun thing to discuss with others. Yes, I'm excited. It is part of American culture, this concept of a water fight. So today we're going to go through some vocabulary for our listeners, no matter what. I do wonder how popular it is. I mean, we know that this happens in yeah. Songkran in Southeast Asia. We know it's common in, I wonder in Europe, for example. I don't no. know. We <laughs> would love to know. And this episode is on YouTube. So come find the episode on YouTube and leave us a comment. Are yeah. there water fights in your culture? Is it part of a cultural celebration or a holiday yeah. or just for fun, maybe in the backyard, a little more casual like that? Yes, I love it. There's actually a big water fight in northern Arizona on the 4th of July. Oh there's gosh. a water parade where you know how there's lots of 4th of July parades. Yes. This one in Heber, Arizona is all water. So they're like big trucks full of water. (laughs) And then people are just shooting anybody like that's at the parade. And all of the people watching the parade also have water guns and they'll like 
it's a little oh. more aggressive. Like they're soaking <laughs> the people aggressive. on the car in the cars and also across the street. So oh. you know you're going to get soaked. Don't even yeah. take your phone. Right? Yeah, if you go out, definitely get ready mm-hmm. to get soaked. You can't it's have a bad so attitude fun. about that. You got to be you know fun about that, right? We Come loved on. it. We were sort of surprised because we just went to the Fourth of July parade and we didn't know, so oh. we were not prepared. But it was still so fun, and it's still very hot out, of course, in Arizona. Yeah. So it was. Oh my gosh pleasant <laughs> yeah the weather needs so to be really hot <clears throat> yeah you need yeah. to be in a hot place for a water fight otherwise it's just painful <laughs> otherwise it's not as fun right <laughs> it's right so true it reminds <laughs> me of the water challenge a few years ago but it was like oh the ice bucket challenge oh the ice bucket did you challenge. ever do that yeah, like dump an ice bucket over your head i never did it but i saw a lot of my friends on facebook doing mm. it so it looks it's painful <laughs> did you do it? like that's it's much more pleasant when it's warm outside someone's just putting a little water on yeah. your head as opposed yeah. to dumping a bucket of ice water <laughs> right <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So let's dive into some of this vocabulary because when you talk with anybody in English about water fights, about their childhood or cultural celebrations, there's some vocabulary you're going to want to know. So what's our first term here, Lindsay? So the first one is water guns, right? And, you know, I I always think about guns in general in the U.S. I think people probably have opinions, but we're just talking about water guns. We're talking about toys, right? I mean, I personally don't really believe in toy guns like bb mm-hmm. guns that for actually kids look like a gun that look like a gun but this is different right this is a super soaker or i feel like you got to draw a line somewhere and kids exactly. have to have fun you know they're usually I mean? very brightly colored yeah. neon colors plastic so yes. they're obviously not a real gun yeah. right that's yeah. a really good point these look nothing like real guns it makes me think about squid game in one of the first episodes the dad gets like a toy out of one of those uh, grab claw machines okay. to just have a toy for his daughter's birthday and it's wrapped a gift and he gives it to her and it, it's a toy gun but it looks just like a real gun oh, and his daughter's wow. like mom wouldn't let me keep this <laughs> but water guns don't look like that no, right and they, they are getting more and more intricate when I was a kid, they were like little tiny colorful pistols. And now super soakers are huge. You can oh get drenched. Oh, geez. <laughs> well, we don't need that. I mean, they were I fine know, right? when we were kids, you know, just a little squirt, right? We don't need I the high tech things. The That's ones so we funny. have for our kids now are more like you fill it up and then pull and it shoots like quite a heavy stream but Uh they're kind of small colorful they're fun but yeah our kids love playing we have a rule at our house though that you can't shoot anyone with water unless they're also holding a water gun that's a good i think that's a good that's a good rule yeah no one unarmed if i have my book you cannot shoot me with water (laughs) oh yeah for sure or your laptop or something like Uh, that seriously right (laughs) keep the water away from over here but an interesting verb just came up the vocabulary the verbs are important too i said i got drenched which is just a more interesting way of saying i got really wet oh that's a really common one that's a really common one and that's a word i feel like you hear a lot as a kid right or you use it oh i got drenched my friend drenched you know got me or drenched me would you say that I guess it's really an, yeah. an adjective to say I was drenched. Yeah, because yeah, we don't really use it to say they drenched no, me. No, we don't. We don't. We just say I am drenched to say I'm or I wet got or I yeah. was drenched if someone got me wet. And this means super wet, like almost mm-hmm. as if you jumped in a pool with your clothes on. Right. Exactly. This That's is what wet. This is not just like a spot. Yeah. I'm drenched. Exactly. Oh my gosh. What did you do? Right. That's exactly. <laughs> yes. So super interesting. Also water balloons, like we yeah. mentioned, Jessica's celebration are just those little balloons you can fill with water and throw. We used to play a really fun game where we would each hold the ends of a towel and oh, then cool. flip it and it would 
pass the water balloon over and they would try to catch it in their towel. Have you ever played oh, that? One. I haven't it's played so that. Fun. No, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> we played it at like family reunions or yeah. there's there are all these new they're they're really getting inventive now with water balloons where you can fill like a hundred at once. Have you seen those? Oh my gosh. That's it's crazy. like each water balloon is connected to sort of a, a straw and you put the whole thing on a hose and it fills a hundred all at once and you Dangerous. just drop it in a bucket. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Which way. is crazy. When we were That's kids insane. it took so long to fill up water balloons. <laughs> that is insane. And then there's hoses, right? So typically, you know, if you're doing this in the backyard of your parents' house with kids, mm-hmm. you have your hose that stretches out and then fill up those balloons by hand, right? Exactly, yeah, right. Is- and inevitably, someone just points the hose and then you're really getting soaked because oh, you're yeah. just drenching just each other with the garden the hose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Guys, this, a lot of people are going to have memories of water fights as a child. So, right. and we've talked about this before on the podcast, how asking someone about their childhood is one of the best ways to connect on a deeper level. Yeah. So we want to share a couple of conversation starters mm-hmm. where you can ask someone about this, about either water fights in their childhood or cultural celebrations they might have been a part of. Yeah, I love that. And we're going to do that in just a minute here. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, Aubrey, I love that we're going to get into some of those conversation starters that you mentioned before. Should we just throw out the first one of how our listeners can start that conversation? Yes, absolutely. So I would just say, did you have water fights as a kid? Just Mm -hmm. like that, right? Super simple. Just asking someone, did this happen when you were a child? But I often will use that a little bit more informal slang term of kid as a kid in English, right? Mm -hmm. It sounds just a little bit more formal to say as a child. Both work, but this is keeping it on that very informal level to say, did you do that as a kid? Did you have water fights as a kid? Yeah. And for our listeners, guys, you can extract the construction here, right? If you're not talking about water fights, you could say, did you have blank like birthday parties as a kid? Or did you do uh, roller Mm -hmm. skating or did you do whatever, whatever it is? Did you go camping as a kid? Did you ride bikes a lot as a kid? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And that as a kid replaces when you were a child, when mm. you were a kid, right? It's just that little bit more informal, quicker to jumpstart into this really fun conversation. Yeah. Get beyond the question and get to the content and the connection. Right, Aubrey? Exactly. And our second one is the question I asked Lindsay right at the beginning of the episode. What's the biggest water fight you've been in? And then if someone has ever been to Songkran, this would be the perfect time for them to share about that. They might have a chance to share about a really big water fight that was a cultural celebration. Or if they haven't been to something like that, they can just share the biggest water fight they were in as a kid or as an adult. Yes. And I think this, I'm thinking about our listeners in Thailand, right? Um, I guess by the time this comes out, Songkran will have passed a little bit. But Mm -hmm. either way, um, this is a great conversation starter with native speakers who might be traveling, right? This would be a really great way to offer them tips, open this up, ask them about their childhood and water fights, give them that tip that I got, which is 
put your camera in a bag anytime you leave the hostel for the next week uh, because you could ruin it, right? Get the conversation going with something from your own culture. How cool. Yes, exactly. Right. What a great way to deepen a connection. This is not small talk, but it's also very safe, right? We're getting to a deeper level, but not about anything that could create any feelings of awkwardness or make someone uncomfortable, right? Politics, religion, those things. If you ask about childhood, especially something very fun, people will all have very positive memories related to this. It's a great thing to start a conversation about. Yeah, we call that the low-hanging fruit, yes. right, Aubrey? That's a, that could be another episode. This is the low-hanging fruit. These are easy topics, but substantial topics, topics yeah. where you can get some substance and connection, but it's easy. Like Aubrey said, it's not going to offend anyone. You're not hitting any touchy, touchy subjects that you want to avoid. So exactly good. right. Get away from the weather and just what did you oh. do this weekend? Those are great for sort of small talk, but to get a little deeper, ask something like this that could spark something really fun just as it. a takeaway. Always a good idea to ask about someone's past, someone's childhood memories, but especially yeah. with this type of focus about something that would be really fun. Perfect. I love it, Aubrey. So good. Thanks for bringing this in today. This is fantastic. I mean, that is the takeaway for today. Go for the easy stuff, but the substantial stuff, right? Go for something that gives you some fruit, right? Bear fruit in the conversation. I love it. So good. Exactly. So fun. Awesome. Hopefully one day I'll get to go to Songkran. Fingers crossed. You should. I totally recommend it. It's really cool, especially because it's so hot at that time in Thailand and Southeast Asia. So you kind of... You you welcome it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Get me wet. (laughs) Cool me off. For sure. (laughs) All right, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out today. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.